This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resorts. After 16 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all. We were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, we've started. Finally. Here we are, in my underwear, <laughs> in slightly cooler weather. You do always record in your underwear. I don't always record in my underwear. I'm just always in my underwear. I'm not always in my underwear. No, you're not always in my I mean, most of the time, I'm in my underwear. <laughs> well, they're comfortable. Yeah, they're comfy. You don't really have swimsuits like that. I usually run around the house in swimsuits. Well, we don't have a lot of visitors either. <laughs> it's not like people are just stopping by. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I mean, it does feel a little bit disgusting as a human being. No, I'm like, hey, get out of your t-shirt and your underwear. <laughs> nope. This is how I live now. <laughs> because I can. It's hot. You know, when I go into the backyard back here, sometimes even in the front, if I have to walk out the front door, I don't give a fuck. Really? You walk out front in your box? Well, there's not a lot of people here, right? Yeah. But I know people can look right in. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just feel like, hey. You look. You're looking in my house. <laughs> You want to, uh, here you are. This is what he looks like. I could be masturbating. Which sometimes I am. <laughs> and I keep stroking and I say, what? You never seen a guy jerk it off before? <laughs> so here is a story that I don't think anyone will really believe. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I can vouch. But you can vouch. I'll vouch for you. I, I think you were there. I was there. You actually called this an early gift, an early Christmas gift, even I though did. I don't like to timestamp anything with, with periods of time. It doesn't work well in reruns. <laughs> it's really, you know, somebody could be listening to this in June. They don't want to hear me reciting Twas the Night Before Christmas. It just doesn't work. <laughs> okay. So here is this incredible something that happens outside of the resort, outside of we would ever think would happen. I mean... I guess it would happen in that sort of what we do at the hotel and how we live is very intriguing for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like and we've been caught in this situation before <laughs> where it's like people who are curious or just sometimes even getting started. It's like curious about something. Mm -hmm. Right. If I would equate that to like horse ride. Yeah. I feel like we're like one of those miniature ponies <laughs> oh, that God. people can be like, I'm just going to ride that little horse. And see if I like it. And then if I like it, then I'll go ride a real horse. But these two whores. <laughs> these two horses, horses seem to fit my curiosity. They seem harmless. Mm -hmm. And I think people tend to like to use us. Like they almost enjoy taking us for a ride. Yeah, Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's something about... We seem harmless to an extent. Which is crazy because I'm a vicious murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out in local Puerto Morelos, not at the resort. We're sort of at our, our local haunt. We're just minding our own business like we usually do. You know, looking at things, <laughs> just looking around, not talking to one another. <laughs> and these, these people come in and they come over to our table I don't know if people are familiar with this thing, but there are people that go around from bars to bars. And usually they consist of hot guys or hot girls. They are promoting a product. I know they have them in the United States. They also have them here, but they're like promo people. And they're like, hey, do you want to play a game? And we'll 
give you a beer and then they want to take a picture of you and (laughs) use it for advertising yeah and uh you know so these people come up and there's two girls that are really hot hot they're like hey do you want to play a game and we're like hey fuck off We don't drink beer. Yeah, we don't drink beer. Go go away. And then they're like, they come back. They're like, hey, we just wanted to take a picture with you. We're like, hey, again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> not not <laughs> your free advertising material. Just sort of leave us alone. This sort of leads to a conversation with these two girls. Now, immediately, not in a million years, am I thinking that this is going to go anywhere sexual. I mean, I do think that, to <laughs> be just, fair. I, I think in life, in yeah, life, yeah. I always sort of think that. And I think like like a guy. So I thought it. Can I help you? I don't know. Do you like double barrel blowjobs? <laughs> what? What? Nothing. I'll just have a tall Water. coffee. Just a tall coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I'm not really thinking that. I mean, except that, oh my God, these girls are fucking hot. And they're and by, so young. By the way, yeah, these are millennials. Yeah. Which is a breed that like, I don't understand their culture. I don't understand <laughs> their language. They're like a powerful cult to me. <laughs> That I'm not a part of. So we start talking to them. Eventually, they sit down and, oh, you live here? Yes, we live here. We've lived here. Where do you work? So now it starts to come out. Mm -hmm. We tell them where we work. They don't really flinch. Tell them the kind of hotel it is. And they're just like sort of leaning in a little bit. They say, you know, what do you do? We sort of explain in a watered down (laughs) version the, the workshop that we do there. Again, they sort of lean in. They're not really shocked or appalled or anything like that. So it's a little like, all right, girls. Let's play this game. I like that. See, that's like what I enjoy. I love playing that game. Like how far is too far until you're going to be like, oh. They're not really flinching Uh -uh. at all. So they're not bothered by it. They're not. I'm going to call them Karen and Carol. Okay. All right. Now, Karen, so you get sort of a picture in your head is young and hot. That's really all you need to know. (laughs) And then Carol is young and hot. She's just a little younger than Karen. Yeah, they're like beer girls. Karen, she can talk a good game. <laughs> Usually I can't really talk to really young people, but Karen's like... Yeah, she's sort of like an older soul feel. So one thing leads to another. We start, you know, sex comes up, obviously. So we start talking about sex. They start talking about sex, things they did. What have you guys done? What do you like? And there's moments because their guy friend sort of abandoned them, but they keep sort of going back to him where he's like smoking a cigarette over there. <laughs> I don't know if they even knew each other. (laughs) It's just like you're working with Karen and Carol tonight. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be drunk and smoking at the bar. I don't care what they do. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. So they keep going back to Jeff. And but but while they're gone, you and I are like, are you getting like a vibe? Like, what do we do here? What can we do here? Right. That happens. I think like, you know, they're drinking now. Obviously, they've either quit their job or they've (laughs) quit for the night. I can't tell. So they walk away literally out of the blue. Carol, the younger one. Yeah. Comes sort of around the corner and without Karen in her presence says, "Um, we want to have a force with you. (laughs) We're like. Okay. Now, this is the moment that any non-professional would freak the fuck out. Two hot 20-somethings. I'm picturing in my head. I have three women, one penis. I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. A non-professional would spaz out at this moment. I'm like, James Bond, motherfucker. James Bond. You you treat this like there's constantly millennials are constantly coming up to us. Hey, can we come home with you tonight and test drive you? Yeah, this happens all the time. Oh, God. So my inside voice is like, holy shit. 
well, what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? You want to have a foursome? What do you mean? She's like, we want the thing, the thing that you teach, the thing, the, the workshop. Yeah. You want us, us to do what we were describing. Yeah. Okay. Let's be clear on how this actually works, right? So let's do it in a less watered down version. You know, it's naked and it's, yeah, we get it. We get it. Again, not flinching. We're like, all right, should we move this back to the house? Where do you live? They say we live sort of up the road. So then the one girl is like, you know, they have a powwow or whatever. They say, we would actually like to take a cab there. We're like, okay. Yeah, good. That's fine. Which screwed up my plans going to a desolate spot in the jungle so I could bury them in a shallow grave. As you would as a serial As I normally would, but they called cabs, so I have to go to the house. We say, all right, follow us. This is all very normal. This (laughs) happens all the time. We can fulfill this order. Thank you so much for flying Room 77 Airlines. (laughs) We will depart on time and we'll see you at your destination. Buckle up. So, and I'm thinking like, okay, I have to do this in the house. Oh my God, I left this out. Like, I'm doing it too, yeah. by the way. But we're in the car, like, holy shit. Play. I'm so nervous. You're nervous as fuck. I'm yeah. just like, you're like, I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> I've ran out of things. I'm like, you just keep asking questions. I don't care what they say. You keep asking questions. She says, I like to ride a bike. You say, how fast do you like to ride that bike? <laughs> have like, you ever tried a unicycle? <laughs> I don't care what you say. You just keep okay, asking okay, questions. Okay. So you're kind of freaking out. So we get to the house. We start, you know, just drinking a little bit, drinking, laughing. And you can sort of feel the tension building. Now, I noticed that Carol, mm-hmm. right, is starting to get a little bit jittery. Yes. Not like she's coming down off of drugs jittery, but just like maybe a little bit nervous. So I sort of ask, I'm like, is she okay? Is yeah. she okay? Because I can, I could just yeah, feel her. Yeah, I feel it too. I could feel her body. And it was making me more nervous. I'm nervous just going through this again. Hold on. I have to take water I need break. A water oh, that's how exciting this I is. <laughs> so dehydrated. Buckle up. Already. We already told them to buckle up. All right. Okay. Back. back. Woo. Way better. So Carol's getting a little bit nervous. Karen, cool as a fucking cucumber, yeah. staring me down like, bring this shit. <laughs> it's very intimidating, but I'm still cool as shit. You're freaking out. I like start a, to. Like a crazy person. Karen says to me, so you guys work naked, right? Yeah. And I say, uh, you know, for the most part, yeah, we work naked. And she says, so then why aren't you naked right now? Oh, my God. So I, because I'm still playing cool as a cucumber, uh-huh. so I start getting undressed. I'm just like, fine, lady, you want me naked? I will get naked. You now, put your clothes on the stairs. I did. I think they <laughs> it was were... just like such a weird spot. If you are not confused at any point in life when a man needs a large cock it is at this moment it's the reveal it's pulling the curtains back it's taking off the trousers this is the moment that you want to take off your shorts and you want to hear oh my that's what every guy wants to hear long story short i do not get that reaction i take off my pants and i could see that carol sort of sort of averting her eyes now here is a point where I look up, I'm completely naked sitting at a table <laughs> with three dressed women in my home. And I look over at my wife, who start, for some God unknown reason, to start cleaning things in the sink. I always clean when I'm nervous. I'll now, clean anything when I'm nervous. Now, normally, this is when I would sort of go, <clears throat> honey, um, hot horny girls here. Maybe tomorrow we'll go shopping for a dishwasher. I don't know. Kind of horny. And by the way, just to point this out, this will never happen 
again. <laughs> Never. Ever. We are too old. <laughs> yes. We are too unlucky for this scenario. Unless we pay for it, <laughs> will never happen again. Oh God! Normally, that's why I say, "Hey, get over here." But I don't have to. So she comes to me and says to me, "Why are you doing dishes now?" I like immediately melted, so my brain didn't even record what she said. I'm like, "We're going upstairs, and we are going to rub you the fuck down." Now let's cut to Carol. Carol has a little bit of a conniption fit, right? (laughs) So she has a little bit of a mental breakdown. So she's like, listen, I want to be here. I do. But I I think I just want to watch. Now, Uh Carol's changed her mind. And at this point, I'm like, all right. Good for you for saying what you want. That's that's great, Carol. But don't fuck this up for all of us. (laughs) You're going to go in time out if you say anything else. Carol, if you start talking Karen out of this, I'm going to have to kill you and bury you in the jungle, which sucks because I'll get away with it. Because the jungle's right there. I literally have to drag you 50 feet. So we go off to the bedroom and they're like, hey, it's sexy in here. I'm like, fuck yeah, it is because we're Richard and Lauren. That's why. She says to me at first, is it okay if I leave my underwear on? So I said, of course it is. So we're like, all right, this is, we sort of start explaining the, the, whole, the whole concept of the workshop. Which starts, I put on the workshop playlist. We put on the playlist and I'm like, this is what we do. And then we start rubbing uh, oil all over her body. Yeah. All over her young, unbelievably <laughs> taut body. Oh my God. At that time, I'm touching her and I'm like, I'm so old. I wish I felt like this. There's no surgery that's going to replicate that. I don't think there's really any exercise. It's just life. It's just gone. Does not suck for me though, because I'm touching her. And for me, now I am so hard already. It's been like two minutes. I am so- We weren't even through one song, sorry. So I start to, like her underwear, her hands are straight down. She's stiff as a board, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're playing that game. Yes. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yes. She's not moving. And nope. I'm like, oh, I'm still a little nervous. Like at any moment, is she going to jump up and go, all right, time out, time out. Bad touch, bad touch. Whatever she's going to say. Well, I was sort of waiting for like them to say something, communicate to each other, like some sort of code word. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to start to press my dick up against her, my hard penis. <laughs> so- I do it. She doesn't move. She's still on her stomach. She doesn't flinch. I mean, when people are like, I want to have a foursome, it kind of infers that you're okay with that. But yeah, but again, you know, what's happening in your mind and what actually happens there are two completely different things. Yeah. It's not like we're like, do you want a massage? And then you stuck your hard penis on her. And by the way, Carol had already established that she will not touch Karen because they think that it would make their friendship awkward. Oh, yeah. (laughs) While all of this is going on, I look over. So I'm rubbing, rubbing, rubbing. I look over and Carol is in the chair. Now, I don't know why I had expected her to be naked, but she was fully clothed (laughs) and leaning in like she was auditing a class. She had her chin on her fist like she was watching TV or something. Almost like man thinking. Yes, yes. Thinking man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I sort of clock that and I'm like, well, that's odd. (laughs) I don't know what to do about that. I think that's why I thought they were going to communicate with each other. So then I say, all right, Karen, get on your back. Now I'm getting a little bit more nervous. Pouring oil all over her body. You're rubbing all over her, your body. And I'm like, all right, time to put my penis on her face. (laughs) 
Then I'm about to like bring it up just another notch because I'm like, these panties are still on. Mm-hmm. They're going to pose a problem. I'm giving you zero help. Nothing. You're doing nothing for me. You're better off going downstairs and finishing the dishes at this point. <laughs> so I look over at Carol, who's still leaning in like she's trying to solve some sort of math equation. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. That's so good. And I say, hey, why don't you take <laughs> off your clothes? <laughs> like, I would... I never know. I'm like, is that too much to say? Or Well, it started to make me feel awkward, right? Like when I pictured in my head, hey, I just want to watch. I didn't know that meant animals in, in a in zoo. A, in a public space where you're fully clothed. Luckily, she's like, okay. And she takes off all her clothes and she just sort of sits there. I'm like, all right, that's better. So then I say to Karen, the way this works is the next part of this. Brilliant. Is all about your vagina. And she says, okay. I so confident. Take off her panties and I start sort of rubbing around, still so fucking hard. <laughs> Carol is staring at like she's coaching the fucking Patriots. <laughs> Get special teams in there, special teams. <laughs> so I start going in to do the vagina work. You know, I'm condensing everything, right? What usually takes, what, 45 minutes? I'm just condensing down into mm, four minutes. <laughs> so. At that point, so I start to do like the inside and like the entrance of the Yoni. I start to sort of play with her and I could see sort of, because she's still sort of not really reacting, Mm -hmm. but her head pops up. Like she gets up on her elbows and she's just sort of staring and she's in a, in a state of trance-ish or fight or flight. I don't really know what's (laughs) going on. right. Totally could have been like, what the hell am I doing? Right. Like at any moment, she could have been like, what the fuck was I thinking? Get out. So at that point, Carol decides, I want to get a closer look. So she comes over to the bed and she leans over. (laughs) So her knees are on the floor, but her elbow is on the bed. And again, she's watching as if I'm I'm describing a recipe (laughs) and she's going to take notes to cook something later. And she just plops her head right again on her fist. Plops plops her head down, starts, starts watching again. At that moment that I notice, I'm a little bit like, oh, this is three women and me. Because I am leaning back because I'm enjoying this view so much. Right. I'm leaning back and I'm starting to watch. Right. So at that point, I noticed Carol's doing that, which unsettles me just a little bit. As and it would. As it would any human with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I say, uh, I say to Karen, this is what I'm going to do next to your vagina. And she sort of makes this motion. And I really didn't know what she was saying. What I figured out very quickly was, fuck me. And when she leaned up on her elbows. Yeah. Like, stop doing what you're doing and let's fuck. At that moment, with Carol staring at me like I'm taking my first steps on the moon and this unbelievably hot creature is like, fuck me. My dick goes, nope. (laughs) I've been hard the entire time. And my dick goes, oh, no, that's too scary. No, no. Way too much shit going on. Now I'm going back in the house. Not doing this. I look at my penis like you motherfucker. You piece of shit. You have asked for this. You've dreamt of this. 
there are so many situations where you're like, oh my God, I want this. I want that. And this is how you treat me in return. I look at you like you better keep this ship afloat because this thing's going down. I need to get hard. Right. And I'm sort of oblivious until you start like stroking it really hard. Like, hey, get awake. I was angry at my penis and I was beating it furiously. (laughs) I was I was I was jacking off so hard. I was sweating bullets. Then I went over to Carol and I was like, feel how wet I am. I sit down and I'm thinking, no, 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 no. And my first thought, I was like, from episode slump, 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 mm-hmm. I still have a half a bottle of that shit that I can inject in my dick. So I'm like, I'll do it. How can I thaw that out, draw a syringe, inject my penis, <laughs> figure out the, figure out the dosage without them noticing? It may take a little bit of distraction because Carol's looking at me like I'm trying to steal something and I can't avert her gaze. I look over and you bring out the giant, what's it called? The Hitachi. The wand. You bring out the wand. Now the girls are like, hey, let's all masturbate with the wand. (laughs) But this is a good thing because it switches my gears in my head, right? Because I'm like, oh, magic wand. What is it called? They're not sponsoring this. Whatever. Take the pressure off, entertain them while Richard gets some blood into his penis. And And I I feel like as a wingman Mm -hmm. that you would have been like, thanks, honey. That was amazing. But I had nothing conscious to do with it. That's the sad part. Like, I wish that it was a conscious thing that I was like, I got you, babe. Let me get the wand. We'll all masturbate each other. I'm the worst wingman ever. Who got the who got the magic wand? Well, I just got it. I didn't connect it about taking the pressure off of you. I didn't. If you said this will take the pressure off, I would have said that's a stupid plan. But because I, I wouldn't have thought that it would have. It was something so stupid. It did. It transferred all of the. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> great job. <laughs> I went in and rinsed off. Yeah, because I was so absolutely sweaty. I need to bring my body core temperature <laughs> down below 105 degrees. <laughs> Finally, I start to get hard and I can feel it. And I mean, I at that moment jacked off almost till I came because I wanted to make sure I was super duper hard. I get hard. So all three of you are sort of on the bed. Karen's over there and she's using the magic wand. Uh She's using the vibrator at this point. Was I doing her or no? No, she was doing herself. Okay. I go over there like a crazy person, yank it out of her hands. (laughs) I just yank it and throw right. it like boom. I start fucking her. I start fucking her. She just, ah, she sort of goes, ah. I don't know what that means, but it feels good for a guy whenever that happens. Yeah, it's that first like connection of just the pressure and everything. Right. I mean, oh God, that's really big would be a little bit better, but I'll take what I can get. Okay. Now I start fucking her. Now my main concern at this point unfortunately is not you. It's being good in bed. Mm-hmm. You're You're doing great things. You're touching and stroking and but I'm the penis here. Mm-hmm. I have potentially, potentially three vaginas to take care of here. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. But I can't get the fucking Hitachi off <laughs> of my leg and it's vibrating against my knee. So I'm trying to be cool and sexy and a good fuck. But at the same time, turn that fucking thing off that I don't know how it works. So I'm trying to like. You're like moving it and I could and you sort of moved it. And then I was like, I can still feel it on the mattress. The whole mattress was vibrating. That was really distracting. Yeah. 
I don't need to tell this story because it's as old as time. I start fucking and I run out of breath. <laughs> I don't have really good cardio. All I know is I'm just doing the best I can. And I, I think everybody should sign a waiver that says, hey, he's a mediocre fuck at best. <laughs> I mean, they should know. Mediocre lay. Now, I'm doing my best. Right? Mm -hmm. I take her this way and then I turn her over and she starts to go doggy and I'm going to town. And I'm starting to <laughs> really fuck her. And then at one point I tried to put her on top of me and I said, bad idea, bad idea, <laughs> abort this idea. She's like, why? I'm like, I can't fuck this way. <laughs> I can't. Just let's go back to doggy. That was great. Uh, so I'm fucking her. I'm fucking her. Carol, she'd come around the bed now. She's on, on her knees floor. on the floor with her arms on the bed. So I look down at her while I'm fucking this girl. And I'm so super turned on. Carol screams. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 What? what? No one's touching you. No. What? <laughs> Are you having some sort of breakdown that I don't know about? My body just freezes at this moment. Maybe she just lost her mind. <laughs> and she says, oh, my God, I need a towel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she jumps up and it looked like the, a dog peed on the floor. Like what it, it looked like. She came. She came on the floor. And she was barely touching herself. That's how turned on she was. Well, I jumped up. I was like, I, got, I gave her a towel, a little hand towel. And then she puts it on the floor. And she's like, I have to get a second towel. I'm sorry. <laughs> so she went and she got herself the second one. Carol, redeemed yourself. Done. Done. Way to go. Way to go. Thumbs up. Your team wins. <laughs> it was all such a hot mess of hot fun. I really don't remember the order of anything except for the end. Do you remember what you were doing? I was remember? sort of like a hot mess again. I was so visually turned on and just the different positions and the way the light was. Carol came back over to the bed and we were just sort of petting each other. Oh yeah, that's right. So you guys wound up like touching a little bit and there was some there was some more magic wand play because I had noticed that Carol started holding the magic wand for Karen. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's a step forward. I hope it doesn't right? make their relationship <laughs> awkward, but it sure looks hot. <laughs> There was other stuff going on and I'm trying not to overheat and keep my, my penis hard. So I start to have sex with her again. Now, at this point, you're next to me. I have her doggy style. I can still see it in my head. So hot. Carol's next to you. And you guys are sort of touching, not really. Super. We're just like holding each other, like petting arms and hair. I'm going as hard as I can, right? I'm like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come, I'm going to come, come all over her back. And Carol says to me, she likes to be slapped really hard. And I'm like, <laughs> Carol, that is great information before I come. So I look back at Karen, who's now turning over, and I look at Karen's face and I can't see her. Now, I digress. <laughs> Hang, hang in there. Follow me on this one. <laughs> Richard gets migraines. <laughs> now, the first thing that happens when I get migraines is I lose my vision. So I, it's very hard to describe how you lose your vision when you get a migraine because it's not like you see a foggy vision or you go black or it's like everything goes blurry. That's not really it. The best way to describe it is as if someone took a flash photo right in front of you and you're trying to focus on the person's face, but you can't because that flash is burned into your eyeball. Not super accurate, the best way to describe it. Okay. I look at Karen's face 
and I can't focus on it. Oh no. Holy shit, I'm having a migraine. Now when I get a migraine, I immediately have to take medication for it mm-hmm. and go into a dark spot. <laughs> and you have a routine where you know exactly where the pill is yep. and exactly what to do. All I have to do is look at you and go, migraine. Mm-hmm. And boom, you go into action <laughs> like super nurse. It is. Right. So I look at you and I go, migraine. And you jump up off the bed. You go get the medication. You shove it into my mouth. I'm looking like this because it's dissolvable, right? (laughs) I have my eyes shut. Now these two girls are looking at me like, is this how old people fuck? Like what happens? You fuck, come, and then almost have a seizure? Like what is going on? And I'm like, I'm just trying. I have a. I'm trying to explain it. I probably have migraines. I have migraines my entire life. I can't explain it. I just remember saying I have to go lie in a dark room. So I just finished fucking this girl, and I leave like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Say, honey, explain to them what's going on. I'm out of here. I mean, if I had a cape like Elvis at that point, I just walk out of the room like, all right, ladies, see you later. Thank you very little. Boom, I'm gone. Right. And I go downstairs and I lay in the dark and I'm like, they must think I'm insane. They must think I'm an insane person. Like, what? They have no idea what is going on right now. And I'm like getting her a towel. She still has cum on her back. And I'm like, oh, you poor thing. So migraines are. I mean, just like. It's just a mess. I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> it's so cool. I am so. I mean, cool's not even the word. I am so fucking cool. Let me tell you what. They will never be able to date young men again. No. It's only old men for them. I think they left that situation going, yeah, I think we should stay within our own demographic. (laughs) 30 max. Yeah, I think we're good. I'm lying down there in the dark and I'm like, I'm trying to wait for just at the very least for the vision part to come back. Uh Because if the vision part comes back, then I can sort of function like a normal human being. You come in and I'm like, do they hate me? You're like, no, 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 they're just chilling, just having a drink. And it was like, all right, I'll be, my head's pounding. It was just functioning, right? I was like, let's go up on the roof and talk. And we just sat up there and sort of talked for a while. Now, half of me was like, I can't believe I just did that. The other half of me was like, I want to go to bed. My head hurts. <laughs> but I don't want to be rude or whatever. We had sort of made plans like, hey, let's leave. Let's sort of pack it up, pack yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, And I was going to drive them to where the cabs go uh, over in Puerto Morello. She had come over to me one more time. She sort of straddled me and I was playing with her ass. And I had a migraine and my head was pounding, but my dick was hard as fuck. So crazy. All right. I do not feel great right now. I have to go have sex with this girl again. (laughs) I take her and I start to fuck her again. I'm like, yay, I'm redeeming myself. (laughs) She was laying next to me. You come next to me. She she says, I want to watch you fuck her. So I fucked you for a while. And I was so turned on. I can't even believe I came twice twice. with with the migraine and... And that's it. So that's that's the story. We got ready, took them to a cab, and that is it. We can quit the lifestyle now. <laughs> it's cool to feel young again for a second. I didn't feel young at all. <laughs> you felt out of breath and like. I, yeah. ca- I came inside of you. I hope you're not pregnant. <laughs> I thought I thought it. Am I showing? How many weeks are you? <laughs> I don't know, but you got to do the workshop while you're pregnant. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward, but. Oh, I give people like an extra love. The art of Lamaze. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's not sexy. No. <laughs>
In our Q&As this week, we fucked up. And by we, I mean me. Oh. I fucked up. So we're giving you these Q&As this week, rapid fire questions or street questions, some people call them. And the sound is not optimal at all. And it was our last week. People would come back for a month, so we couldn't go back and redo it. Thought about throwing it out, but we're not going to throw it out. We're just going to ask you for our forgiveness. Tell you that it'll never happen again. We had some weird equipment problem, some bad choices by <laughs> Richard. If you want to fast forward, fast forward through it. It won't be like this again. We're sorry. No. What room are you in? What room are you in? 2302. What room are you in? 87. What room are you in? 1002. What room are you in? 35. What room are you in? Lucky number 13. Are you guys ready? Yeah. 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 Are you ready? All right. How many people are not in the lifestyle but thinking about dipping their toes in? Anybody here? Come on. There has to be somebody. Is everybody here in the lifestyle? Who's not in the lifestyle in this room? Everybody here is in the lifestyle? I have a feeling you guys know exactly what the lifestyle is. If you were doing it for the first time, would you be okay with taking Lauren and I for a ride for your very first time? Would that make you nervous or feel more comfortable? Anybody here? I wish you were a first one. Did you have a good first experience? It was an experience. Good, good enough. <laughs> How about you? Would you be interested in taking Lauren and myself for a ride? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I listen to the podcast, so I feel like I've mentally had sex with you both a lot of times. So, yeah, absolutely. And likewise, I wish you were my first one also. I'm mentally having sex with you right now. Awesome. <laughs> Does anybody here have a nervous tick when they get nervous? Like, Lauren likes to clean. She likes to clean when she gets nervous. What do you do when you get nervous? I eat. You have a nervous tick? I don't stop talking. Talking and talking and talking and talking and not even using words that are comprehensible. You're nervous right now, I can tell. Uh, assuming a woman never sees you naked, what is a reaction that you would like to hear as soon as you take your pants off? Oh my god. Give me a reaction that you would like to hear from a woman when you drop trap. What is it that the first things you would like to hear come out of your mouth? What is wow. it? Wow. <laughs> right. No, not like that. <laughs> not like that? Not like I guess that can be taken both ways. Wow. That was kind of, yeah. That's it? We're all surprised. All right, this one is also for the guys and just the guys. Have you ever been in particular situations? Have you ever been angry with your penis because of the way it was reacting or not reacting? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What do you say? Way. What do you say? What the fuck? You know where to all the other times. Now I need you. Exactly. Anybody here get angry at their penis when it's not working? What? Oh, what? Yeah. I say, I'm so disappointed in you. That's what I say. What are you thinking when, when it just doesn't act correctly? You, you wake me up in the morning, but when it's game time, you're a no-show. What the hell? What does it sound like when you're, you're, you're screaming at it? Does anyone here scream at their penis? Like, you bastard! Tell me what you would say to your penis if you had three hot ladies in front of you and it decided to take a nap. Fucking hate you. Yes! Very good. Is there any guy here who is scared of having reverse cowgirl because you're afraid that you're gonna break your penis? Anybody? No. Anybody? Nope. Honey, I'm the only one. Alright. <laughs> Alright, let's get started with the workshop. All right, Lauren, 
Here we are again. Yeah. Maybe for the last time this time. I keep saying that now. I, I just. I You're so mean. I, I can barely go on. <laughs> so let me ask you this as we roll into our wonderful segment. What are you addicted to? What are you addicted to this month? Hold on. I'm going to tell you what I'm addicted oh, to. Oh, Richard. I am addicted to that Bieber jam. <laughs> yummy. Oh, you get that? Yummy, yummy. <laughs> All right. I'm not addicted to that. I will tell you this, though. When I heard that song, I watched the, the video. Uh-huh. It was the day after I had a, a vicious stomach virus or dengue fever. And it sounds like something that you would catch in East Somalia, but it is true. You get that here, too. I'm watching the video and I almost threw up. You'd have to watch the video to understand what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> it's all just eating it's just, food. It's just, like, just gross what, amounts of food. What am I watching? But I, I'm going to watch every second of it. I'll tell you that. This month, I am addicted to Christian Bale in Ford vs. Ferrari. He's so good. Here's the weird thing about Christian Bale is like when I look at him, I don't want to like him. As an actor? No, just as a human being. Like, oh. I, I look at him. There's certain people I look at sometimes. I'm just like, I wouldn't get along with that person. But this is a true testament. Every time I watch him, no matter what he's doing in whatever, he's so good. So check him out in that movie Ford vs. Ferrari. It's a good movie and he is amazing. All right, what are you addicted to? I am addicted to crepes. Crepes. Oh my God. I've never had a crepe in my life. This is the first time I've ever had a crepe and it's like crack. It is. And I don't know if I like the dessert ones more or the food ones. Oh, I definitely like the dessert ones. But so, yeah, we went down to this place, Crepe Street here in Puerto Morelos. If you come here, check this place out. I, I just I couldn't stop eating them. We ordered like, well, we took some friends from the resort there. We had like three different kinds. I'd been missing out on crepes my entire life. Yeah. Little did you know. Yeah. It's just something I never eat because it sounds so much like craps. <laughs> so and I just always stayed away from it. But who knew? Yeah. And then I tell people like I've discovered crepes. <laughs> Like, oh my God, hey, hey, do you know what a crepe is? Every person is like, of course I know what a fucking crepe is, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever had one? I have them all the time, you dick. I'm not very cultured, Lauren. Oh, Crepes you. to me are very, very... Highfalutin. Yeah, when you're from Jersey, you know, it's just about <laughs> cheese whiz and uh, 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 what's that crap they used to... Easy cheese. <laughs> no, it's, it's like... Uh, all right, so here's the deal is I Googled Philadelphia gross food. <laughs> and literally the first thing oh that popped up was Scrapple. Now, do you know what Scrapple is? I don't. It sounds like scraps or something. Like there it's you go. worse than a hot dog. There you go. Am you're I on, close? You're on to something there. <laughs> All right. Just look it up. And then after you're done vomiting, uh, <laughs> send us an email. Yes. But you know what else I am addicted to? What? Is free bikinis. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's how this all ties together. (laughs) Our friends over at Bikini Addiction, every month they grant us free bikinis for the first five bookings. So if you want to book, do it at the beginning of the month or do it now. We're giving away free bikinis, people. Yeah, go check out Bikini Addiction at... BikiniAddiction.com or you can go to their Instagram, My Bikini Addiction, or you can see them on me. Yeah, Lauren's got them all on her body on Instagram, right? Yeah. some on Twitter. Other thing, though, I am addicted to a little bit is jacuzzi time on Friday at Pearl. After work, I'm getting a little too addicted to it. 
we kind of got into the jacuzzi and because of the new situation that we're under, obviously we can't do what we normally did, which is walk up to people and just stick our penises in them, mm-hmm. which was always acceptable. I always wore my strap on. Right. You would walk up to men usually and say, what is your name? And he would say, Jeff. And you'd be like, would you please fuck me, Jeff? <laughs> That's how it usually went down. Yeah. Those days are gone. So gone. I used to walk up to women and women would say to me, hello, Richard, I would love for you to be inside of me. And I would say, ma'am, I already am. <laughs> Remember, those were great days. Going to the jacuzzi, we've been sort of making count going there (laughs) and playing with one another. The last time, one of the last times we were there, I somehow became the mayor of playtime or sort of masters of orgasmic ceremonies or something. In my brain, I was calling you sort of the music man of the the jacuzzi. Yeah, everybody wants to see the swinger (laughs) version of the music man. (laughs) That's what people think of. (laughs) What is that song in the beginning? The pool one? No, whatever. They're on the train. What do they? What do they say? Cash for the merchandise. Cash for the Cash merchandise. For That's the- what he's doing the workshop. <laughs> Cash for the merchandise. Cash for the merchandise. <laughs> Thank you for the tip. Rub my titty. Cash for the merchandise. Oh my god! I know your mother's gonna hate this one. She's gonna hate it. And if you love that, wait till you see our version of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> when I take you out with my fairy. <laughs> This is so good. You out with the when does this come out? I can't wait. I'm sad that I announced it because I'm afraid that my someone's pitch, gonna steal it. Well, yeah, I'm afraid my pitch <laughs> is gonna be ruined now when I go talk to producers about this because I don't even think this is off Broadway material. I think this is straight to Broadway. Think, it's on. Yeah, I don't even think we need to. We need to test this out in the off Broadway arena. We just go straight to probably Radio City. Yeah, that would, that would be my guess. So going to the jacuzzi, I was like. I had these people around me and I was like, hey, everybody, I want to have a blowjob party because that's what I want to do. We told this one couple that we had kind of seen before on another trip. So I get him up there. He's he's doing the jacuzzi blowjob party. And then before I know it, I look around. I mean, the entire jacuzzi was playing. Doing stuff. Oh, it was men, women, cats, dogs. Everybody was just doing stuff. It was just amazing. It was just like everybody was getting frisky. And it really didn't mean that everybody was sort of doing it with one another. But everybody was sort of embraced and, and having a really good time. The girl that was next to me, I was fooling around with uh, a, a few ladies. And when I say fooling around, I just mean like touching and stuff. But the girl on my left was hammered. Like the kind of hammered and they ask you the same question every other question. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's less it's less hammered than when they ask you same, same, same. Yeah, At least I'm you a, got like something else in between. Yeah, there's always like a that's as far as their short term memory has yeah, failed them. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt bad because I was like, you really should be in a bed right now. But I'm having more fun with you here. I usually get very sort of happy if I stay within a certain area. With drinking. With drinking. Yeah. Above that happy mark becomes me not feeling physically well. So I try to keep it at a minimum. Now, my minimum is really minimum because I'm a lightweight. I am not a big drinker, but I am amazed at a lot of the people and how much they can drink, not good or bad or whatever. They are able to maintain whatever that area is and they just never stop. And these people have been drinking like all day. Two drinks were like, woo. 
You say you like we're the same. We're not. Because this is this is what I like. This is what happens to me when I get drunk. I get a little sassy. Mm-hmm. My brain starts moving oddly more quickly. I don't know if that makes sense. It, it starts to fire in a different way, maybe. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe because I become more internal because my senses are dull seeing, hearing. So I don't know if my brain gets louder sometimes. But I remember everything yeah i do not black out i do not have lapses of memory maybe i shouldn't be saying this for legal purposes later down later on (laughs) you might need to have a lapse yeah maybe i'll cut this out how would you describe my personality sober versus inebriate uh sober i think that you're still like joking a lot but i think you are cautious of giving other people the stage then when you're drunk you're just like yeah if people want to listen to me i'll keep talking yeah i I agree with that you always let other people i let people talk and put their put their opinion in when i'm sober yeah when i'm drinking i'm like enough out of you (laughs) you just just make a joke. Just, but it's funny because you're fucking funny. All right. Now, how would you describe yourself sober versus being drunk? The difference when I get drunk is I will stay in one conversation forever and ever and just talk about God knows what for God knows why. That happens when I'm drinking. And sometimes I'm like, where's my husband? <laughs> Are you aware that your personality can change to someone who is usually affable and kind to someone who's like, fuck it, I don't give a shit, fuck it, sort of it has that liquid courage. Are you aware of that? A little bit, yeah. I don't think it's drastic, like, oh my God, who are you? But yeah. You, you can get to a place where it is a little unrecognizable for me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Are you still not aware of that, though? That's what I'm asking you. This is how I would describe it. If I'm already in that kind of mood, the drinking will take that veil away where I can keep stuff hidden. You know what I mean? Not really, no. I feel like there's a couple different kinds of drunks. There's the drunk that is completely aware at all times. For instance, if I walk up to someone and I know that I'm drunk and I start talking to a person who is completely sober, I can hear myself. I can hear the words that I'm using incorrectly. I can hear my speech pattern changing and I will wind up telling the person, by the way, I have a couple of drinks in me. I apologize. When I meet somebody who is sober and then meet them later and they are hammered for the first three or four seconds, I think I'm talking to a sober person and then realize, oh, this person is hammered and has no idea really that they are acting completely different than the first time that I met them earlier in the day. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And then there is the person that gets so drunk, they go through such a big personality change, but they are absolutely blackout, unaware of it. So it's it's almost, it's not even a denial thing. The lighthearted version is you'll hear people say, my name is Karen, but when I get drunk, Carol's going to come out. Yeah. Like I have said to you, Listen to me. I know we are both under the influence. Uh huh. You are really drunk right now. <laughs> and you're like, delight. no, I'm not. I'm fine. Listen, <laughs> you need to trust me right no. now. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm in control. So, what is the deal with that deniability when a person for I, I am not one of these people you are yeah and i've met a bunch of yous out there that has 
to deny that they are drunk. I'm not that drunk. Give me the keys. You are hammered. I am not. You, you ask me in that situation, Richard, you are drunk. I'm fucking drunk I am. I am <laughs> drunk as drunk. Why is there a deniability with a lot of people when it comes to you are drunk? No, I'm not. Well, I'm I not. think it's an easy answer. What? You can't handle your liquor. Ooh. So you hear it in a different way. Like I hear it as like you got drunk. You were unable to regulate your drinking. You weren't being responsible. It all comes down into like negative personality traits instead of it just being like, yep, I got drunk. I don't know what happened. I don't know what that is, but you have that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. A lot of the times I truly believe that I am more sober than I am. But you can hear your mind like I can. Sometimes I can. I know exactly what you're talking about. With what I'm talking about. Yeah. Also comes the, oh, I cannot walk correctly. I am aware that my entire body is at a 25 degree angle to the left for no reason. You're pulling the Ray Donovan. Or I don't usually need to hold on to a wall while I pee, but today I do. Now, there's no denying that I'm drunk. Yeah. Don't you get those clues from from your body and and everything else to make yourself aware of, oh, I, I guess I am hammered. Yeah. I don't know. I guess... I guess it's hard for me because I'm kind of like, <laughs> I have such like an addict mentality. I'm like party mode. I'm just partying. You don't pay attention I don't to pay your, attention. your reaction time to things. Doesn't matter. I'm going to have fun. Like catch this. Oh, hit me in the forehead. <laughs> you don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I'm not so good at judging myself under the influence of alcohol. I mean, when I'm smoking, it's like different. Like I'm hyper aware. Of everything. <laughs> That's just because I'm paranoid. <laughs> uh, I felt bad for the girl in that jacuzzi. And then the last time that we went to the jacuzzi, uh, we had a really good time just stirring up shit once oh, again. God. You were trying my cock ring on <laughs> almost every guy in the in the hot tub. I had him lined up, Richard. Here, here, put it on. Let's go. You, yeah. you're next. Well, you're someone next? was like, I was supposed to be next. I'm like, okay, you'll be next after them. Right. And like, people are fighting to their place in line. Yeah. I want to try on Richard's cock ring. Yep. Right. One guy almost walked away with it. <laughs> he was. He's like, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Like, I can't. It was a gift. <laughs> so the next time we are at the jacuzzi at Pearl, make sure to come by and put my cock ring on you. Last time it ended with me on the side. You were blowing me. You came and spat all over me. You came and Oh, I came. Yeah, I yeah. came and you spit all over me and then rubbed it all over my body. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like everybody was waiting for me to like, if that motherfucker gets back in this jacuzzi. <laughs> but I didn't. I went and sexy showered. Yeah. The- <laughs> I love sexy shower. Yeah. Did sexy shower. Yeah. I love that you made it a verb. Well, yeah, you got it. I mean, because you're using it as a utility. One. Yeah. But while you're there, you got to make it sexy. And the guys, you can do it too. Especially the guys. You do it in slow motion. That's all I do. Is that what makes it sexy? Yeah. So come by and try to get me drunk. It's not hard. <laughs> So after we finished talking about jacuzzi and drinking, we remembered that we had a segment that had never been heard before with Dr. Jeff and Dr. Karen, and we figured we'd give it some new life. So here it is. Enjoy. All right. The next thing that I want to talk to you freaks about is actually something 
that we spoke about on a personal level. And I don't even know if you have answers to any of these, but it is one thing that always comes up at the resort is how different alcohol affects our bodies yeah. in a different way. Mm. Example, whiskey makes me a little angry and a little bisexual. <laughs> I don't know why. Jen, Jen is mine. It makes me angry. Makes you angry. Do you have that? Oh. Do you have different alcohols that make you feel differently or react differently? For sure, we do. Yeah. So, in anticipation, we did talk about this before. In anticipation of this question, I, I kind of did a little bit of a search because there was a big study that was done, like thirty thousand participants. <laughs> They're like, woo, free. Boost. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> test. I'm in. So how does different alcohol, how do different alcohols create different reactions in people? And here's the answer. It doesn't make a difference. What do you that mean? This is, it, that it, it does not matter that alcohol is alcohol and that actually your body's effect to it is unchanged. It's merely the quantity, you know, and the concentration, right? So obviously you're going to have a different effect to your, your spirits, right? Your liquors, those are going to give you a different effect. Your because spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in prohibition days? <laughs> this is what they're called. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just it's so adorable. Well, <laughs> beer, spirit. wine, or spirits. Yes. So it doesn't. It doesn't matter what what the spirit is. No, it does not. That if you look at. Overall, people's perception of the difference has more to do with the context that they use it in, right? Wow. So the thought is that tequila makes me crazy, but it's because you're usually shooting tequila and you have an association with tequila with a certain behavior. Totes and disagree. I'm just telling you what the study shows. <laughs> I disagree. I, I witnessed you and I've witnessed myself. I agree that anecdotally it does seem to be different. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is that people will react differently to it, but it probably has more to do with what they bring to the, the experience rather than what it's actually doing to them. So with gin, I was bringing, my mixture was college. So I think we can put two and two together there and probably say I was drinking too much too fast. During college. Yeah. So have you stopped drinking gin since college? Yeah. And I was drinking a lot of whiskey in Philadelphia. So that would make me angrier, mm -hmm. just being around hostile people and their spirits. <laughs> You're all saying exactly what the study showed, which is that we drink in a certain context and we have a, actually have an experience that is based on what we believe we're going to have. Because yes, the, the theory is that whiskey makes you a little bit angrier or aggressive, but we tend to drink it when we're in situations where maybe that's more likely to be brought out. I, and the same I with gin being being a bit of a depressant, same with tequila, being a bit of an excitable spirit. I want to hear from Dr. Karen. What is your liquor that makes you what? Well, I would say that I try to stay away from tequila because I feel like tequila will heighten any negative emotions. So, so I will have like, you know, that's when I have my drama moments or my sadness or I'm mad <laughs> or whatever. It's all heightened and I get a little cray cray. Yeah. So I, again, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying that if you look at it, alcohol has the same effect. If you do blinded studies and you give people different alcohol, Alcohols that their reaction to it has more to do with what they think it's going to be than whether their 
better than the actual alcohol itself. Because they say that the the things that you add on, because what you're saying is what you add on tequila to give it the tequila flavor, what you put into whiskey, what you put into vodka, that those things maybe have the effect on you. But even that's very questionable whether that has any real effect. So The alcohol certainly doesn't because alcohol is exactly the same. What is your... Well, that's an interesting thing because we'll say, well, certain types of whiskey will have a certain effect over others. But even that's really splitting the hairs. What's yours, Jim Beam? Well, I like Jim Beam and I we, we've said in the past, well, Jack Daniels makes you angry, but they're both really whiskeys. Does one make you happier than the other? Yeah, even if it's psychosomatic. Mm. Do you like that word? Yeah, it's hot, sexy. Oh, <laughs> I, I learned that one today. <laughs> when you have Jack Daniels in your hand so and I sexy. know you're drinking it, I am like, this is not going to be a good night. Mm. There's to that. I disagree with your Google search. <laughs> this is a pretty disagree. big study. And recently I realized that about tequila. And I know like people would bring me a, a shot of tequila. And right away I would think to myself, ooh, this is going to be trouble. I'm going to be bad. Yeah, so right? That's the point. Again, I don't want to be, because I looked at this as a project with the preconceived notion that there is clearly a difference because we have thought that for a long time and we have actually sworn away from certain types of alcohol, certain types of spirits, because we, <laughs> we, we didn't like the outcome. But I'm just telling you that, that through a little through double blind studies, that, that doesn't show there's a difference. So I mean, guys, I mean, everyone has their own anecdote, but you know that the plural of anecdote is anecdotes, not data. Best quote ever. That's a good one. I know. I still don't get it. It's like he always says it and I don't get it. You got it, right, Lauren? <laughs> it's the best. The plural of anecdote is anecdotes, not data, right? So if somebody had one experience, another person had a different experience, we don't say, well, that's data. That's just, no, it's an anecdote and another anecdote. Right. Those are anecdotes. I get it. As far as the double blind study goes, I don't know why they were feeding blind people alcohol. <laughs> If that had anything to do with the outcome. All right. Well, so we're going to say that maybe that you're picking your mood more than picking your alcohol. So you're picking your mood, really. You're like, I'm in a vodka mood, which kind of means I'm in a good mood. And you're almost unconsciously maybe saying, I'm in a tequila mood tonight. And you're going to turn into a crazy person. Yeah. That's a very good synopsis of what the literature demonstrates. I'm after your job. He's about to run a triple blind study. Just, <laughs> I know you don't agree with it, Dr. Karen, and mm-hmm. I will put that to the board for review. I don't know. <laughs> okay, if thank you. I have a question, and this has to do with sexuality. When you see Dr. Jeff with other women, just in a social setting, do you see them get sexually aroused when they find out he's a doctor and start having doctor fantasies? And for the rest of that interview, head over to Patreon. It's about five more minutes of good stuff from Dr. Jeff and Karen. With the other fun stuff that we already have up there. Go find us. Where do they find it? Patreon.com forward slash room 77. First tell me what room are you in? 52. What room are you in? 31. What room are you in? 1016. What room are you in? 52. What room are you in? 45. What room are you in? 47. All right, I want you to finish this sentence for me. Beer, wine, and... Sex. Beer, wine, and sex. <laughs> that is not correct. That's not what I'm looking for. Beer, wine, and... Women! Pussy. No, not pussy. Beer, wine, and barbecue. Uh, sushi. Sushi's a good answer, but not what I was looking for. Whiskey. No. <laughs> Did anybody say spirits? Spirits? Oh, no. Do you not no. use the term spirits? 
No, it's a Canadian term. Ah! I'm Canadian, I didn't get it. Do you have any specific spirit that makes you crazy? Yeah, go Mister. Tequila. Tequila, because it makes you a little bit... I lose my memory completely. We'll talk later. Anybody else here avoid a special spirit? Blackberry brandy. Do they have that here? I'm gonna get some blackberry brandy and tequila and I put you two in a room together. <laughs> so does anybody here, raise your hand if you do, have a spirit that you stay away from because it makes you crazy. It's him, it's whiskey. Oh. <laughs> Me, I have no problem. Why, what does whiskey do to you? Well, it's like tequila for other people. What? And that means what, you get naked and run around in the streets? No, I actually like have bad behavior and I'm angry. You're angry? Yeah. Whiskey. What does whiskey make you do? Me and Jack Daniels got in a fight when I was 17. He won, and so I can't even smell it. Like, I'll puke, I'll puke. I got into a fight with wild turkey. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, and they won. And oh. they won. All I have to do is smell wild turkey, and it makes me want to absolutely vomit. Does anybody here think that someone's profession can make you sexy? Yes. What would be a profession that you would say makes you sexier? Hairdresser. Really? <laughs> All right, anybody here have a profession that you think is really sexy? You, man. Pilot. Oh. He's yes. right here. Mile high club. <laughs> Matches left and right here. Are you 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 are a pilot? I'm guessing. Yeah. What is your what is something that you find is a sexy profession? I gotta go with the hairdresser. I will be cutting his hair for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> what what is a sexy profession to you? A workshop massager. A workshop no. massager. <laughs> I haven't no one. Have you ever used your profession to try to get you to get laid? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Anybody else here? Well, I was a bartender for years, so it just kind of works for me because everybody wants to find a bartender. That is absolutely true. <laughs> I don't bang you now. <laughs> Do you have a sexy profession that you think is really, really sexy? Yeah, doctor. This is why I pretend to be a doctor. If you could work it into a sentence to try to get you laid, how would you do that? Well, I'm an eye doctor, but I'm also a thigh doctor. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> that is, um... Well done, right? Well done, right? Yeah, that is, uh... Very good. All right, thank you very much, everybody. Let's do this workshop thing. All right, Lauren, I am exhausted. I need to stop now. <laughs> My shoulders aren't working. It's just good. Not that your shoulder's not working, but that we're not working. Now we are off for another 30 days. So we will have time to rest and recuperate. Travel. And we're going to do some traveling. Speaking of traveling, we did just find out through some very generous friends that we will be attending the SDC Sex. What is it? Sex Experience 2020. Sex Experience 2020 in May. So if you are there we will see you there meanwhile we're going to go back to the united states we're going to go to a club in philadelphia called what is it the Pleasure secret Garden. Garden. i don't know any any <laughs> place you're going what i is, am your dad a mule that's yeah. what i am the pleasure garden pleasure garden yeah pleasure garden in philadelphia i hope they have cheese whiz <laughs> and sparkles <laughs> scrapple scrapple 
<laughs> they have cheese whiz and scrapple there. Nothing gets me in the mood more. Do you know what we should shoot for at this sexperian sexpectation? <laughs> I have sexpectations at this sexperian. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. We did a, a female, 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 male, right? Yeah. Maybe we should go for a female, 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 male. Oh, I thought you were going to say female, male, male, male. Male, 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 male? Yeah. With that female, 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 male, we basically accomplished the opposite of airtight. An airtight still hangs in the balance. This is true. Maybe we can have sex expectations at Sexperience 2020. <laughs> Let's put it on the list. With the sex pistols. I think they're going there. <laughs> Again, if you're thinking about coming to Desire or Temptation or you want to go on a cruise, please go to our site and book there. It is free. It is easy. You just go to Lauren's box and you click on it. And when you do it, you will get a free bikini and Lauren will fit you for a cock ring in the jacuzzi, apparently. Absolutely true. Part of the package. I love it. Part of his package package. and your package. (laughs) All about the package. It is. And if you can't join us because that goddamn house arrest bracelet on your ankle is just being a bitch, consider (laughs) joining us over at Patreon. Who put Abe Lincoln's in our purse, Lauren? I want to say thanks to Kim and Bill. They increased their pledge after we met them. So I guess we had a good impression on them. Oh, they loved us. To new pledges, Boris and Natasha, Sarah and Todd Beachrats, Couple du Nord. Our first, well, our second actually Russian pledger. Yeah, we ex- had Vladimir Putin. Putin. And this one went a step and beyond and wrote it in Russian. And since I don't currently read Russian, uh-huh. I am going to name him Ivan Mikhail Sputnik. Nick yes. That is way easier. I have some more. Oh. Ash, Ted E, the second, Shy Town team, Jed, CJ2, and David. Thank you guys for all of your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, I was finally able to get that very important vagina transplant for Lauren. <laughs> so she's not as tight. I mean, she's still tight, but wow, it was something. <laughs> I have a looser vagina? But I had to. You were like a vice grip. We donated it to a needy charity. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Patreon made that available. Keep fucking that chicken. (laughs) And just a few quick shout outs. Lauren. We have CDN Travelers on SDC. We're shouting them out. They are the ones who are in Saudi Arabia. We had some people bring us gum, Juicy Jeff. That couple from Pittsburgh or and Florida. But you know who you are. That is all the energy I have. You got 30 days off. Oh, I almost forgot. Last but not least, Malibu Strings. We've got your inner labia covered. Outer labia, not guaranteed. <laughs> that about does it for us for more information photos or to contact us go to room77podcast.com thanks for stopping by room 77 we had a blast now get your clothes and get out <laughs>